0: Hey, everyone. Uh, before we get into the episode, I just wanted to talk about something pretty awful that happened this past weekend. Um, one of my favorite basketball writers <clears throat> and basketball minds uh, who worked for The Ringer, uh, Jonathan Charks, passed away this weekend. He was, I believe, 34, and he left behind a young child and a wife. Um, he had cancer, and he ultimately uh, you know, passed away from that. If you guys know, I've mentioned this on the show a million times that the whole reason I do this show is I'm such a huge fan of the Ringer NBA show, the Ringer uh, in general, and Bill Simmons. And Jonathan Sharks was one of my favorite writers and podcasters on that show. He was an amazing basketball mind, and he had such a unique and just refreshing insight on life and perspective on life. He's written a lot of great pieces. He wrote a piece about... Being a father and dealing with cancer, and um, hit one of his last episodes with with Jay Kyle Mann, where he talks about how life is just bigger than basketball and how he's going to take some time because he was getting a little bit sicker. Um, nearly brought me to tears. Um, obviously, this is just an awful tragedy. My heart go, goes out to him and his family, and it's really just one of the uh, just a devastating thing. Um, Jonathan Sharks was such an inspiration to me. And to many others in this field, so it's really devastating to hear that that happened to him. Um, I'm praying for him and his family, and yeah, I just I, I it's just awful. Um, if you want, <clears throat> there's going to be a link in the description to his GoFundMe page. Uh, to if you so if you're interested in donating, check the description. There's going to be a link to that GoFundMe. But yeah, prayers up for the Ringer and the Ringerverse and Jonathan Shark's family in this tough time. Thank you.
1: Shot it was all with y'all. Oh hi. I'm coming to say you're fine. We got to cut it off. Nobody kidding fuck on my line. I'ma keep it up all with y'all. But shot I'm trying, trying to, to make you mind. Don't make yeah. it too easy. I wanna try. She looking too good, yeah. can let it go by. Oh yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Think up on the lotto. Yeah. Alrighty, lotto. folks. We're back with another episode of the Love Cast. I'm here with my co-host Jordan Dyer. Um we're gonna be running through a quick little betting slate. Just a quick episode for you guys this week. We'll be back with some longer stuff uh next week. But yeah, there's some there's some good games in college football and in the NFL uh, this week, so we're very excited to give us our picks. So Jordan, how you doing? Super
2: hype uh, for this weekend college football Sunday, NFL football. We got Thursday night football tonight. Going to be a yeah, sick weekend. Crazy,
0: crazy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, let's let's roll through. So um, first off, are there any key games that stick out to you for college uh,
2: football? I'm really excited to watch this Oregon BYU game. I am and too. I have, I'm going to give a pick on it. I'm going with um, Oregon minus three and a half. Oregon's ranked 25th in the country. BYU's 12. So this line doesn't really make a lot of sense. Uh, the the 25th team is supposed to beat the 12th team by four points. Um, we also got 66% of the public on BYU. Um, so yeah, I, I got Oregon. I think it's a fishy line. I think Vegas is trying to trick people.
0: Yeah, I'm just, I I want to bet this game, but I just don't know where to bet it. I agree. I think it's weird that um, they have Oregon favored by three and a half. Um, I'm just not a big, I'm not enough of a fan of either team to take a side. I really don't like Bo Nix and I'm never going to bet on any Bo Nix uh, games just because I know he'll screw me over. One but, thing and, we do know is BYU can't kick. We know that. Exactly. We do know that. So. <laughs> The only thing and another thing is that I believe this one is in Oregon too. So that play yeah, it's in uh yeah, it's in Oregon. So that place is gonna be crazy. Um I believe it's gonna be 59 and rainy. So that could that kind of lends itself to an underplay possibly. Um yep. and I saw that the over under is fifty-eight. Um, I don't know. That's a, I, I'm probably gonna stay away from this game, honestly, but not a bad pick, uh what you picked. My my first game is I am absolutely loving this Miami versus Texas A&M game. I'm so excited to see how it goes. Uh, Texas A&M coming off a loss against App State. This line has bounced around five and a half to six. It's right now I'm seeing it at Texas A&M minus six. I'm definitely, I'm taking Miami. um, I'm taking, I grabbed Miami uh, a couple days ago at plus five. The line had not quite boosted to six yet. Um, and I also grabbed them on the money line. Um, I just like Miami in this spot. I'm, I'm very, very low on Texas A&M for two reasons. One, they lost to app state and then two, they did not even look great against Sam Houston state. Their quarterback, um, just isn't that solid, uh, uh, Haynes King. He has three touchdowns and two interceptions. Um, so I don't know, like I, I'm, I'm not super hype on him and I'm just hoping that, I mean, they have. They need to win this game because it's going to look rough if you lose against App State and Miami. But um, the problem is, it is at Texas A&M, so that's going to be. It's going to be going crazy over there. Um, this is going to be the first real test for Miami. Miami has played, I believe, uh, like Southern Mississippi, and then like FAMU, I think, were their last. Or sorry, Bethune was their first game. They won seventy to thirteen, and then they beat they beat southern mississippi um 30 to 7 so this this game to me i'm i'm liking miami in it but i could i could also see texas a&m getting it together but i i just don't know they are in win now mode
2: this one's tough cuz like you said it's like a&m's super bowl like they absolutely yeah. must win game for them um miami definitely looks like the better team but yeah uh i'm definitely staying away from that one but
0: yeah um what's your do you have another pick
2: I do. Um, I'm looking in. This is a real ugly play. No one's going (laughs) to be a fan of this one. Um, I'm taking Fresno State to cover against the University of Southern California, who's the number seven team in the country. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got 75% of the public on USC. Um, That line moved down uh, in the opposite direction. So some reverse line movement. Uh, Fresno State, yeah, plus 12. That's my only reasoning.
0: Just looking at the lines. Haven't seen either of them play. Let's go Fresno. At those lines, dude. They're, people make money doing that. That's what the Sharp guys do. So, yeah, that's a mathematical bet. I'm liking it. Um, I'm going to not personally tail on that one, but that's okay. I do blame Yeah. My next game is um, FSU versus Louisville. Uh, FSU is traveling to Louisville to play in Kentucky, and they are favored minus two and a half. Um, I grabbed FSU on the on the money line but i did not touch their spread um i just like I've, i put a little bit of a unit on a three leg parlay with um miami plus five fsu and then my next play that i'll be telling you after this um fsu you know they're coming off that big win over lsu they're playing a louisville team that is is zero and two right now and is going back to louisville i think for the first time so Honestly, I'm very low on Louisville and but but the so Louisville has one of the better quarterbacks in the nation and Malik Cunningham who I'm a big fan of um and they also I I just I don't know I could I could see FSU losing this game but I think that they've had an extra week of rest and they're going in after this big LSU win um I just think they're going to be amped up and I'm really liking them but I just took them on the money line I didn't touch anything on that spread so do you have any other plays or are you out of the
2: week um, no, I got one more, uh, it's, it's going to be a fun game to watch. I got the, the Penn state Auburn game, um, three 30 on Saturday. It's going to be sick atmosphere, uh, in Auburn. Um, Auburn is plus three in, or sorry, they're plus three. Um, I'm going to take Penn state here at minus three. Um, I've seen them play to me. I've seen them both play. Penn state. Just looks like a far superior team to me. I do not like how Auburn's looked at all. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm riding with Penn state.
0: That's That was my exact last pick. Um, usually, it's the sharp bet to take an SEC team at home that's an underdog, unless it's Vanderbilt, but um, in a non-conference game. But Penn State is 2-0 and against Auburn. Um, they beat them last year, 28-20. Um, Auburn this year is 0-2 against the spread. They did not cover against San Jose State, or I believe Mercer was the first team they played. Yeah, Mercer. Um, so they haven't covered on either of those last two games, even though those were heavy spreads those are not very good teams and they should have covered um penn state on the contrary is 2-0 and against the spread and they've already played a pretty solid purdue team so they've already been tested a little bit um are the quarterback situation for auburn is just not that great they brought in matt calzada to start and he did not um and i do like sean clifford for penn state i know penn state fans aren't a huge fan of him he's coming into this game a little bit banged up with an injured knee i believe so he's not going to scramble as much but to me this game is a battle of the backs um, auburn has some of the worst wide receivers in the sec other than vanderbilt and um they so they they're going to rely on tank bigsby their huge back and it's going to be basically tank bigsby against singleton from penn state who if you watched him against ohio ohio last week he had 10 receptions for 100 or sorry 10 carries for 179 yards and like i believe a touchdown or two he was freaking awesome He's one of my favorite backs to watch right now. And it's going to be who's better between the two. And I'm I'm thinking Singleton might be better this time. Um, Like you said, Jordan, this atmosphere is going to be crazy. Um, And Auburn's defense is really, really good. I just don't know if their offense is good enough to get them to this win. So I love the play of uh, Penn State minus three as well. I took that. Um, I would have liked to grab it at, or no, three is a good number. Um, It's a good key number to keep it at because then they can just win by the field goal and cover. Um, So for... My final picks for this college football week, it's going to be, I took a two-pick parlay, Miami, Florida, and Penn State money lines. That is a plus 335. And then I also grabbed um, Florida's a three-legger of Florida State um, money line, Penn State minus three, and Florida plus five. I only put like a quarter of a unit on that, but it's a plus 544 parlay. And then the other one the other parlay I put like a third of a unit on and it was a plus 335 parlay. So both of those have pretty good payouts. And um, yeah, I think I think they can get it done. I also wanted to highlight one other thing. Um, There is an Oklahoma versus Nebraska game that's going to be going on this weekend and Nebraska just fired Scott Frost. They've gotten off to a terrible start. They're back at Nebraska. <clears throat> I'm not thinking they're going to win, but they let Northeastern score like 30 points on them. And Oklahoma has one of the best offenses in the nation. This number is at 66. I'd be inclined to take the over. It's just a tough number. Cause that's like, you're, you're hoping Oklahoma scores like 20 points. Cause I'm not sure. I'm sorry, 40 points. Cause I'm not sure Nebraska is going to put up 20 points or uh, like 30 points. So, it's kind of a tough play. I think the, the public caught on, but yeah, that's a number to definitely watch out. Keep the, keep your eyes on the line. If it goes down or anything, I, I'd be willing to take it. If it hit like a 64 or under, I don't know if it'll drop that much, but yeah, that was something I wanted to highlight because that is definitely um, a crazy score. And then there's one other score I wanted to highlight, and that is the Iowa versus Nevada. That over underline is 39. Now, the reason it's that is because Iowa has scored a total of one touchdown this season and they, and they, the rest of their, they have, I believe four safeties as how they've scored Um their defense is unstoppable, but maybe their offense can get it going a little bit against Nevada. I think would be the hope there. Um That number's out of 39. It's so low. I think it might be worth p- sprinkling just a little bit on the over, but who knows? Hopefully um since Nevada's a lesser opponent, they can, Iowa can get some offense going um, because I Nevada has let up some big has let some big scores happen to them but yeah so that's going to wrap it up our for our picks for the college football week three there's a lot of great games um, and yeah we'll be we'll be keeping track of how well we did so remember your picks because we'll be back with those all righty we're back let's talk about your NFL slate Jordan give me some games that you're interested in all right
2: uh so for those of you who don't know uh or couldn't tell in the last segment i do not follow college football very closely uh i am the most avid nfl fan that you will find so i'm super excited about sunday okay i love this board i have a million picks i'm making a million dollars okay (laughs) one of my favorite plays uh ravens minus three and a half playing against the dolphins um dolphins came out beat up on a horrible patriots team uh, their offense was only able to score 14 points, and then they, they scored on a, a fumble. So I, I'm not impressed with how the Dolphins look, and I'm huge on the Ravens. I also think this line, again by Vegas, is baiting you into taking Miami because it makes you think, oh, you get the hook, you can lose by a field goal. Um, Baltimore is the far superior team here, uh, playing at home, and the public's on Miami. I am riding Baltimore all day. I think they win by a touchdown at least – Possibly two, possibly three, possibly ten. I don't know. They're gonna win. Well,
0: I t- I took that bait because I took Miami plus three uh, and a half.
2: You got a baited son. Oh, a little friendly wager here.
0: A little friendly wager. Um, I wasn't super impressed with Miami against uh the Pats, but I think like one, that was two just over he overthrew a good amount of guys and they have a little bit more weapons. And then two, the Ravens offense didn't did like they beat up on a bad Jets team, but they didn't look that great to me. So I mean, this could easily be Lamar just having a game and putting up 21, like winning by 21. But I did like that we, I it was teased, or not teased through, but it was set at above a key number of three, so you're able to get it, like Jordan said, keeping you away. Like, if they hit that field goal and lose by a field goal, you're good. Um, I just took the Dolphins at plus three and a half. I'm a big Mike McDaniels fan. Love that he wore the Supreme um, Air Force Ones or whatever the fuck he wore on the sidelines. Um and yeah, I think I think uh, the Dolphins have a lot of weapons, and I could see. I, I'm just hoping they get it done. But yeah, this is a friendly little wager. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, uh, one of us, you know, uses analysis and data and all that. And the other one likes the other coach's shoes. So you pick who you want. I don't know. All
0: right. We'll what in ana- <laughs> What data did you use? You just said, <laughs> you, you didn't use one fucking number other than the spread. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, how about?
2: Now, is- uh, did we? Did you, did you
0: not public? hear those college football picks beforehand, Bud? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, those are good. The the Mike McDaniel's play is something. We'll see. We'll we'll, we'll have some uh, bragging rights on the line.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um right. I. You go. Yeah, you go next.
2: All right, my next pick. Um, for those of you who uh are super into betting and like follow it on TikTok, Instagram, um, YouTube, all that stuff, you've probably seen this system going around. Uh, where it's a team who doesn't cover uh the week before playing a team who did cover. Uh, the team who didn't cover the week before is like 60% or something uh, covering the spread. So uh, one of those instances this week is the Rams versus the Falcons. Um, Falcons covered last week. Rams obviously got blown out at home. Absolutely embarrassed um, by Buffalo. Uh, spreads at 10. I think the Rams are going to have a huge offensive comeback day. I think Allen Robinson's going to have a big day. Um, and kind of breakout in his uh, you know first game or second game with the Rams, sorry. Um, and yeah, and the Falcons. I mean, they're just they're just not nearly as good. Um, but yeah, Rams minus ten.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I I like that play. I know some people are probably down after the Rams lost against the Bills, but the Bills are a lot better of a team than the Falcons are. And um, the Rams winning by like a field goal and touchdown is very conceivable to me. So I'm liking that play. My next play um i so i have a filthy little parlay it's a three-legger that only comes out to plus 181 with and it's a tease it's a teasing parlay so first off i tease the bangles up to minus six and a half or no wait what was their full number at do you have it by any chance yeah so the bangles are at minus seven i i think when i took them they were at uh minus seven so i, t- I teased it down to six and a half so that way we didn't cover the key number of the, of the touchdowns. So that way they could win. They don't, they don't have to win by a touchdown against a beat up Cow- Dallas Cowboys team. I don't see any way, uh, Dallas wins this game. And then I teased the Panthers up to plus eight and a half, um, against the Giants team that let's be real. Like that was just a, a prayer that they won on. Like, I don't know how that happened. That was just a big balls move by uh day ball. And there, I don't think the Giants are like, Super good, especially. I know we none of us like Daniel Jones, so I took the Panthers plus eight and a half, and then the Broncos versus the Texans. Um, just the Broncos money line. That's a three leg parlay. It's only plus one eighty one, but I put a unit and a half on it. So, um, I just don't. I I like like the Broncos are. I know the Texans got that win over the Colts, but Broncos are going to be looking to bounce back. Even though it's a short week, Houston's going to be going to Denver. They're playing in altitude. That's going to be a really tough game for them, I think. And I could see, I just think the Broncos get it done. So that's one of my parlays. All
2: right. I, I like that part. I like the uh the teasing of the, the Panthers, especially. Um, I think that's a good play. Uh my next play, I have the <clears throat> Niners uh to beat the Seahawks. Um Niners are minus eight and a half. Um public is all over Seattle. I, I think it's probably because yeah. Seattle just you know, put on a pretty good showing, but to me, that was Seattle's Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, uh,
2: you know, beating Russell Wilson and the Broncos. So, uh, and then the Niners just a, a really bad showing in the rain against the Bears. I believe in this Niners team. Uh, I I still yeah. think they can make a deep run in the playoffs. I believe in Trey Lance, and more than that, I believe in Kyle Shanahan. So, the Niners are just a complete football team. They're so much better uh, than Seattle. I I expect the Niners to come out and prove something against seattle so we got san fran minus eight and a half um and like i said public all over seattle so yeah i really like that play again
0: yeah um th- that's, oh, a that's good play. um
2: i think yeah that's part of the same system um that i just mentioned san fran did not cover last week and seattle did so yeah another one of
0: those. i completely agree that was total th- if you think about it they had that uh seattle had the whole off season to prepare for that denver game they that was like you said their super bowl that that was everything. Um, San Fran is gonna look better. They like you said, they played in a fucking monsoon. It was Trey Lance's like first game. Like just it, it, I'm liking San Fran in that spot as well. My next play, Homer pick, but I tease the Steelers up to plus three and a half. Um right now that this line has been hovering around one and a half or two, but we tease it through the key number of three, so you can lose by a field goal and still cover uh, or like win outright. Um I I liked like I know we lost T.J. Watt, and although T.J. Watt was making a ton of plays, it was actually Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, Cam Hayward, Highsmith, um, uh, one other guy. Like There was a bunch of different guys making plays on that defense. It wasn't just T.J., even though, obviously, losing him, he's our best player on either side. He's our overall best player. Um, Najee's a little banged up, but he's he's going to play for this. He said he's feeling okay. He had a high ankle sprain. Um, high smith, I know hurt his ribs or something, but he's going to be playing in this game. He's okay. Hayward got, was a little shaken up, but he's okay. Um, I know this isn't a good argument right now saying how injured everyone is, but this, this Pats team, it's going to be a really shitty game. It's going to be Mitch Trubisky versus Brian Hoyer, I believe. That's just puke. Um, I don't know, uh, what the pats are doing offensively i I'm, i feel for you guys honestly just it's got to be so frustrating to not have a fucking offensive coordinator and have a defensive mind as your offensive coordinator it just doesn't really make sense to me um and this is at heinz field i believe so steelers are home dogs like it's that place is going to be rocking no matter what and hopefully our fucking offensive coordinator matt canada can get his head out of his ass and well i don't even know if it's his fault i didn't like some of his play calls but also trubisky's just not that good um, he did have a little bit more athleticism than I thought he did, than I thought he would. But yeah, I just think the Steelers have a little bit more weapons. And I, I think we I can see his covering. I honestly think you guys are gonna win 24, 21, but we'll still be okay. So that was my other pick.
2: I think um, like from a betting betting stance, I think the Pats is probably the right play here. But when you look at it uh like just from a pure football perspective, the Steelers have a way better team. Um and the Pats like they just have no identity. The the line is only the way it is because it's the New England Patriots and it's Bill Belichick. Yeah. That's that's really all it is. Um I do think Mac expects to play. I don't oh, know really? how healthy he will be. Uh he's questionable, so maybe he won't play. I think he will. Um, but yeah, I don't mind that play. That is part of the same system I've been mentioning. Um yeah. but I don't I, I'm not um betting the Pats there ever. Um yeah. I, I, I don't believe in our roster and our offense this year.
0: I won't be so. betting the Steelers very much this year. This was the one spot where I was like, well, it's it's two teams that offensively are just not good uh, like teams. I was also taking a look at this number, but it's just too low right now. It's 40 and a half. Um, yeah. I could see that, like I said, it being like a 24-21. So I didn't touch the number because I just I, it's just a little bit too low. The public caught on that the defense, the Steelers defense is really good. It's an elite defense. And that the pats offense isn't that solid and then on the other other hand the pats do have a solid defense and the Steelers have a terrible offense so it's just not going to be a it's going to be a shit game it only the only people watching are going to be you and me probably. probably i know we even talked <laughs> about probably taking this game off even though i won't do that <laughs> yeah, yeah honestly just might throw a red zone
2: on over it. yeah um but yeah my next play i got the packers uh minus 10 against the bears this is crazy. We got 60% of the public on the Bears. I, I don't, I, I guess I know why Green Bay looked really bad and the yeah. Bears just beat a really good Niners team, but still, like the Packers are, to me, clearly the more talented team, even with no Devontae. Uh Christian Watson dropped that wide open pass. I expect to see uh, Packers wide receivers step up this week. Lazard is playing. Um, so I think they're going to have a little bit of a bounce back week and. There, it's the bears at Lambeau. So we know how that usually goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron Rodgers versus the bears. Always a good combination for green Bay. So yeah, I like the Packers minus 10. Uh, yeah, I, I can see them blowing this open and I don't think a lot of people are going to expect it, but I don't, I don't know why, honestly, it's the Packers and the bears. It's kind of a eight, uh, you know, story as old as time.
0: Yeah. My, um, I didn't touch this one because I thought 10 was too big of a number, honestly. Um, but I I don't know why, because I think maybe maybe it was in the back of my head. I was just underrating Rodgers and overrating the bears win against San Fran. Um, Cause if you think about it, the bears still have probably like the worst roster in the NFL talent wise. Um, and then I'm like, Oh, well, Rodgers doesn't have any talent on his end. Well, neither do the bears. So I think, I, I could see it happening. I it was just too big of a number for me to play. Um, but yeah, not a bad pick by any means. My next pick, I was so stupid. I grabbed the Vikings at a plus two and a half. I should have grabbed them at the key number of three and a half or three even or not three. Well, yeah, because three would have covered. I should have grabbed them at the key number of three. I didn't I forgot to tease it through. But um I know the Eagles are like a low key uh Super Bowl pick and they're they looked really solid but i mean last game although they looked okay like i mean they looked good like their offensive line had some issues um i i just like the vikings like i'm going to keep betting them until they do do me dirty um i'm a huge justin jefferson fan and to me he's probably one of the most dynamic receivers playing in that game although um there is uh, a lot of good receivers on the eagles um i could see the eagles pulling this one out but like i said i'm just going to keep it rolling with the vikings cuz i just I, I like them a lot and i i was dumb and missed that key number of um three so that was dumb of me but yeah
2: yeah i don't mind that play it's definitely a tough game in philly eagles look you know pretty solid but the vikings look the vikings look really really good i i would um lean vikings there as well um but i'll probably stay away from it because yeah so many picks um those are all the picks i had
0: oh yeah wait i had one thing also sorry the the Eagles defense did not look super great. And last year, that was the one thing that kind of held them back because their offense was still pretty good. And I just think a bad defense, going not a bad defense, but but not a great defense going up against like Justin Jefferson. And I know Kirk Cousins, he usually shits the bed in primetime games and big spots. But I'm just praying that maybe, just maybe, he pulls one out for me. But yeah, (laughs) continue with what you're saying. Yeah, so those are all my picks for the week. I'm going to give my play
2: of the week and this is nothing like not not starting beef or anything it's the ravens minus three and a half i just love this place much. i'm a i'm a huge believer in the ravens uh and and how fishy of a line that is by vegas uh i just think it's a bait so yeah baltimore minus three and a half that is my uh mortal lock for this week
0: i think let me find what my um hmm let us let me see what my mortal lock is here. <laughs> I I kind of want to say, I don't know. I kind of want I kind of want to say that Steelers play, but just because the Steelers defense is so good and the Pats offense is just struggling a little bit. But I also think that because I don't want to go, I don't want to say the Bengals minus six and a half because that's like a tease. So yeah, we'll do the Steelers uh, plus three and a half. That's my mortal lock. Um, you know, I, I I just think that you uh the offense for um the Pats isn't looking super great. You guys just don't have as many weapons as um you pay for though. You you pay for a ton of them, and then um tight ends Mac, making a lot of money. Yeah, and Mac is coming in a little bit beat up. Um, no matter even if he even plays, so that also puts a dent in things. And then you're playing against the Steelers defense, which is one of the best defenses in the NFL, if not the best. So yeah, that's my mortal lock uh thanks for running through your card with me jordan um next we're gonna have Buttsy come on and run through his card i'm really excited to hear what he has to say because he has some fun plays he likes to lose a lot of money so <laughs> yes, and does. i can't wait for him to listen back to this and hear that so yeah we'll be right back with Buttsy. all righty we're back with Buttsy. he's going to run through his uh card for the for
3: the college football week and for the nfl week
0: i'm really excited to hear what he has to say so Buttsy, how you doing are you ready
3: yeah you know i'm ready uh it's been a it's been a tough couple of weeks honestly uh on the books we haven't been doing too great um but you know blank we you know blank um sorry what's what's the, what's the Slate. word for short-term memory loss short-term okay. memory loss uh heading into this week brand new week balances at zero uh we're looking good um we're not in the red or the green so but we got we got to get to the green by the end of the week and and i got a couple of picks i'll get us there um i'm excited to see what the boys have to say too i was in class and getting some grub, so I did miss their picks unfortunately but I but I'm sure I will listen to the pod once it drops and uh yeah and what the boys had to say on their slate but with that being said I got nine college football plays for you guys let's do it um I have Florida State on third Friday sorry on Friday tomorrow because we are recording mm-hmm. this on Thursday I have Florida State minus two and a half versus Louisville um I think Florida State's a really good team um, way better than they have been in the previous years, I, and I don't buy the Louisville hype. I don't think Louisville's very good at all. Um, offense struggles. I think Florida State wins that game by three. Uh, over fifty-five, Georgia South Carolina. Wait, real quick um,
0: on that Florida State game, I took the Florida State money line. Um, I'm liking Florida State as well. Louisville, zero two. They're heading back to Louisville, but um, yeah, I like their quarterback, but that's about it for that team. So yeah, I like that play a lot. Yeah,
3: Louisville just can't seem to score. Uh, their no. offense doesn't seem like. It can get rolling at all. Uh, So I'm going to go over 55 Georgia versus South Carolina. Um, Georgia has been the only team to not let up a touchdown this season, but I think that changes. I think Georgia gets out to a really big lead uh, early in this one. And I think South Carolina can scrap a few late touchdowns. Um, I know this game has a lot of history. 2019 South Carolina went to Georgia, to Athens uh, and beat Georgia at home yeah so that's kind of like you know there's there's some bad blood between these teams uh it's always a fun rivalry probably like you know you see these two two schools play and you're like this is like one of the this is like this is the sec like that's just the sec yeah. um so i'm excited for that one but i got the over i think Georgia's offense is prolific um and i think south carolina will finally hopefully get get a get some get something going with spencer rattler qb
0: yeah i think i think
3: that that uh line or that
0: yeah, that over under number lends itself to a couple of late Spencer Rattler like scramble touchdowns to put it over. I think, I think you can hit that. Um, and I, yeah, I, I, the only thing I see is like Kirby Smart and, uh, Shane Beamer being like, hey, uh, let's just get it in there, do three hours, keep it, keep it short. Cause, um, Kirby does have a history of not running up the score against coaches that he's like friends with. So maybe if he does get out to a late lead, um, or sorry, an early lead. He sits back. But if uh, you if South Carolina thinks that they can win this game and they keep pushing them, it's going to be it's just going to be score after score after score. So, I
3: don't think they do win this game at all. Oh, I know. No way. Clear consensus. Number one. Uh, and I think oh, it yeah. was 24 and a half last time I looked at it. Yeah. Um. But, you know, over 55 Georgia, South Carolina play yeah. number three. I'm going to take Kansas plus nine versus Houston. Uh, This is not a Kansas team of old. We just saw uh, I uh, saw him pick up a great win, an overtime win the other day or last week, I believe um, they have an interim head coach. They are, they're fired up. They, they won a game uh, for Kansas. That's huge. Uh, nine points versus Houston team that I don't love. Um, I just think Kansas, it, it, I think nine points is a lot for uh, Kansas. Now I don't think that they're um, the Kansas of old by any means. And I, and I think that they'll cover the nine point spread uh, play number four. I have Alabama minus 49 versus UL Monroe. UL Monroe beat Alabama they did in like 2007 or some shit and Nick Saban uh went on record this week saying he's not gonna forget that
0: it was like his first game right it was yeah like... It
3: was like Nick Saban's first years uh yeah, as the first head coach of Bama yeah. and, and he lost a uh, UL Monroe um I think they absolutely smack them I think they I like you know especially after a letdown week last week uh against Texas I know they still won but they looked horrible I think they come out fucking firing at home against UL Monroe and and, and win by 55. I, I see this being 55 nothing at the end of the game. Yeah. Um, I don't see them scoring the ball, but I think Bama will single handedly hit this over. Yep. Um or hit the over and the spread. But uh, I'm gonna take the under 39 Nevada versus Iowa. Um it's a really, really low total. Iowa obviously has shown that they can't move the fucking football, but they've also shown that they have a really great defense. Uh Nevada's horrible 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 football team. Um, I think Iowa is minus like 24, 23 on the spread.
0: 23 and a half, I believe.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, and I could just see Iowa scoring 23 points and and, and that being it, uh, I don't see Nevada scoring against Iowa's defense at all. Um, But yeah, I, I just don't know how points are going to be scored in this game. So I'm going under.
0: I don't know either because Iowa has scored one touchdown this season. All yeah. their other points have come off safeties. Um, Yeah, I, I talked about this with Jordan that it's such a low total number. It's almost like kind of baiting you to touch the over just because it's such a low total. And maybe since Nevada's such a terrible um, team and their defense is so bad that just maybe Iowa can get it going and, and get a little bit of points on the board. But yeah, but even if know. they get
3: going, they're not going to put yeah, up 40, 40 points. points. Yeah, 30, like, 40
0: points. Yeah, it's, it's not, not going to happen. happen. So, yeah, I'm liking that underplay.
3: Uh, my next play, number six, Maryland minus two and a half versus SMU. Uh, I'm buying the Maryland hype. I'm I'm gonna start buying the Maryland hype. They've looked really really good this season. Um, Tua's younger brother has been slinging yeah, the rock Tua. all over the place. Uh, oh. by the way, the the Kansas line has I so I placed these bets yesterday. Yeah. Um, and the Kansas line is now at eight and a half. So I got it at nine. Beat the closing line, hopefully, yeah. which would be great. Uh, but I'm gonna go um Maryland here at home against SMU. Uh, over under seventy four. So there's going to be points out the wazoo for this game which is always really really exciting um and it's going to be a wild roller coaster of a game but uh maryland i'm a big fan of them um i'm a big maryland fan this year they, they've looked really good they put up some really good wins uh smacking chattanooga and buffalo so far so I just think their offense is really good, and I I think they'll just outscore SMU at the end of the game. I don't think that it's going to be a defensive battle by any means. Obviously, the spread or the totals at 74. I just think um, Maryland will score last at home.
0: Yeah, you know who went to Chattanooga? He's on your team. Cole Strange. Shout out. Oh, thanks. Knoxville native. Shout out Cole Strange, man. Shout out Cole Strange. Sorry. Just
3: just want to throw that in there. All right. This next pick is kind of gross. Um, I hate it. But that's why I love it. I'm going to go Miami plus five at AM. I took that too. Okay. So I think AM's dog shit. Uh, mm-hmm. Number one recruiting class in the nation, my ass. These preseason rankings year in and year out proved to be just horrendous uh, by the AP poll. Um, Miami's a decent team, not a great team. Um, they pieced it together late against whoever they just played last week. They got off to a really slow start, and I was like, they might actually lose this game straight up. Um, but they. They ended up picking it up, and I think they covered the spread as well. So I'm going to Miami plus five versus AM. A&M's not good. I know it's gonna be a it's gonna be a rowdy game, uh bounce back situation for AM, but I just don't think they're good. I really don't think they're good at all. And I think five's just a lot of points. Um, yeah.
0: I agree with that. Um yeah, Haynes King just not a very solid quarterback. The problem is, uh, like you said, it's gonna be at college station and that's gonna be rowdy, and this is sort of a must-win game for Texas AM, so that's kind of a tough spot, but uh, and, or rather, and Miami hasn't played any, like, real opponents this season. Um, granted, Texas A&M has only played one, but um, I'm looking, I'm trying to find it real quick. Hold on.
3: I'm trying to grab uh, what their opponents were. Yeah, they haven't played anybody uh, good yet. They absolutely put up, I think they put up 70 points against. Yeah, uh, 70.
0: Uh, it was uh, Beth- Bethune. Was who they first played and then they just played southern miss so um they haven't played the greatest team's greatest competition but um this is going to be this is just going to be a real test for them i could see uh a putting it together and looking good however haynes king is their quarterback and he sort of likes giving the ball away so i'm hoping that miami miami turns back time a little bit and looks real good so yeah I, i'm on i'm on this play as well i took the miami money line and the uh, okay. plus five
3: there we go. Plus 5 Miami's to the play. Uh my next play is USC minus 12 and a half versus Fresno State. Uh I absolutely like USC. This I actually really love USC this year against uh anybody. Uh especially the spread. They've been dominating the spread so far. Um I think USC's back. I think it's safe to say that USC is back as a football school. Um they've looked really fucking good this year. They're jumping up the polls uh week in week out. Um I'm going USC minus 12 and a half at home against Fresno.
0: Jordan took fresno's number and he took it because of line movement he said he doesn't know anything about the game he just saw that the line moved a little bit i guess in favor of fresno or something like that so he took the spread so
3: i'm just a big usc fan this year man yeah they're they better like, than fresno they they obviously are but they just like they've just seemed to be able to just consistently put up points like they yeah. can just they just seem to be able to score at will um caleb so big williams USC fan this year yeah 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 they're really good uh yeah. my final play and this is probably my most gross play on on the on the card for college football. Notre Dame minus eleven versus Cal. Um, not a gross
0: play. I like that.
3: At home, Notre Dame just lost to Marshall. Um, they're clearly not great, but I think Cal's not great either. Um, Notre Dame still has a bunch of weapons across the field, and I think they'll put up um, put up points because I think Notre Dame is better than AM. Uh, right now, yeah. like when it comes to when it comes to like these this revenge game or bounce back game for both teams, uh, I really like um the here.
0: I think it's easy to lose to those like bat or Sun Belt teams that like you pay a million and a half dollars to play them, and then you're like, yeah, they're not gonna be good. Like we're we're not gonna prepare for them that much, and then you just get shut out, like or not shut out, but you get you you lose, and that's really tough. Um, I know that like. The head coach was talking about like, oh, it's gonna be nice to get our first win um, at, at the stadium, blah 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 blah. So, um, he kind of it made it seem like he uh, counted his chickens before they hatched a little bit, which can get you into trouble. Um, and they played well against Ohio State. I think they played up against them. So, yeah, I like this pick for sure. Cal has just been struggling this year. Um, I I don't I don't think that's like a terribly gross play. I think the public's probably gonna fade. Uh. Notre Dame as an overreaction, but I think the Sharps are in on um the Notre Dame spread on this one. So let's transition to your NFL card here. What do you well, have? Hold on.
3: Let me let me let me say my mortal lock. Oh yeah, give week. me your mortal lock. My mortal lock for this week is gonna be uh USC minus 12 and a half. Um I I can't say enough good things about UNC uh US UNC USC this season. Uh I absolutely love how they're playing football. They're seventh ranked in the nation. Uh another high total, of 74. Um, but they, they've just steamrolled teams. They rolled Stanford and they rolled Rice, obviously. Um, but Stanford's obviously, you know, they played at Stanford. They covered that spread. Um, they just seem to be covering spreads and winning games by a bunch. So uh, I'm, I'm a big USC fan. Uh, Fresno's nothing exciting. Um, you know, they lost to Oregon State and then spanked CPS. I don't even, Cal Poly. Um oh, yeah, Cal Poly. Cal Poly's I mean horrible but you know they <laughs> lost to Oregon State uh power five schools so it's like you know I don't think that they had that they're great um and obviously USC at home is going to be a little better than Oregon State um and Oregon State beat Fresno State at Fresno State so I I think they're I think they're I mean two touchdowns for USC to win by I, I think that's enough
0: yeah you and Jordan are going to be going head to head so it's gonna be interesting to see it's pulls gonna out. be 10
3: 30 on a Saturday night so we'll we'll see but Yeah, it's gonna to be, be a blast yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Um, all right, all right. That's my ready.
0: Yeah, let's get let's give your NFL picks now. Let's hear them.
3: All right, so my first one is gonna be Saints plus two and a half against the Bucks. Um, buying the hype. I'm bought No, it's not as much. I'm buying the hype. Is I am not just a a Bucks guy this year. Um. Yeah. They've had injuries across the board. Um, You know, it seemed like at one point or another against the Cowboys, every Bucs player went out with an injury at some Mm -hmm. point besides their 50-year-old quarterback. yeah, Um, Mike Evans got tackled, got taken out. Godwin's out for a couple weeks. Their old lineman got out, uh, went out for a couple weeks. But, yeah, it just seemed like every single Bucs player got hurt across the board all week um, or all game against the Cowboys. And, and honestly, the Saints looked really good in the second half against the Falcons, uh, especially in that fourth quarter. Michael Thomas looks fucking scary as shit. He is. Um, and, you know, the the Saints always, always, always give the Buccaneers trouble. They've given Tom Brady trouble ever since he entered the division. Um, you know, with Drew Brees had that iconic Sunday night blowout in Tampa Bay. Um, and I know that Jameis is no Drew Brees. But, you know, the Bucs also failed to, to punch it in the end zone so many times. And I think the Saints defense is for real. I think Kamara gets going this week. And, and with the fucking addition of Jarvis Landry this this offense and defense. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's a good play. I didn't touch it just because um I don't think the Saints defense is super legit um and I just I I do agree that they have Tom Brady's number, but that was with uh Sean Payton. I don't know. I'm just I I'm I just this was a stay away game to me. I couldn't figure out an angle to bet it, but not a bad pick any means I think it's a, it's a smarter pick and a pick that um the the sharps might be on. So, I like that pick. What's your next one?
3: uh detroit money line versus washington um i'm by the way i think like for two teams that aren't great this like and how they played seeing how they played week one this is shaping up to be such an exciting game uh washington obviously had to put themselves in a massive hole and and Wentz had to throw his way out of it the Wentz um, special. which was so fun to watch and then fucking uh detroit putting up 35 points last week that is sick to watch. DeAndre Swift looks like the best running back in the league right now. Uh, like him and Saquon look ridiculous. So, uh, you know, it's in Detroit. They just lost a close one by three. Uh, I I think they're gonna come out and win this game. Um, the money line is minus one twenty five. But I, I I you know, Washington's good. They're not great. N- you know, neither of these teams are great. But I just like Detroit. I think they have a slight edge in this game, at home. Um, you know, they always get fired up to play too. You know, um. Yeah dan campbell gets his guys going the crowd loves it even if they fucking go 0 and 16 it's sold out every game or what it seems like sold out every game um i just think detroit has an edge here so i'm gonna take it at minus 125
0: yeah not a bad pick i like it
3: all right next one i'm gonna go denver minus 10 versus houston uh everyone always says as soon as you see double digit, double digit spreads in the nfl just just take the points but um I think Denver needs to fucking come out and and and, sh- and show the league that they're legit. Uh, Houston obviously just tied with the Colts, which was a surprise, but honestly, I don't want to overbuy the hype and say Houston's going to cover the 10. Uh, I still don't think they're a good football team. Uh, I think the Colts made a lot of really bad mistakes. So I, and, and Denver obviously looked really good, but they had a bunch of mistakes on the goal line too. Um, you know, I think they had what, two goal line fumbles. Um, and then obviously they tried to kick the 60, Whatever, sixty-four yard field goal for the win. So, I think if they clean that up, it was a sloppy week one for them. Uh, but I think if they clean that up, they can absolutely demolish Houston at home first game. Uh, mile high, Houston dome team, really flat land going to a place of really high altitude. Uh, it obviously always has an effect on the opposing team. Um, so I I like Denver here.
0: Yeah, I took, I took, um, I didn't grab the points, but I grabbed the money line and put it in a little parlay. Um, yeah, I absolutely love this pick. Denver, Denver I think people are gonna undervalue them after that loss to the Seahawks. But as Jordan and I talked about before, that was the Seahawks Super Bowl. Um, they planned all offseason for that one game. That doesn't matter to me. Um
3: Yeah, and it was two goal and fumbles. Like they were yeah. literally like inches away from winning and the game. coaching
0: mistake. Like I think
3: you should have Yeah, bad team. coaching error too. And I, but I don't think that this game will be, that'll come down to coaching. I just it. need to yeah. run them out of the run them off the field.
0: Agreed. Agreed.
3: Like this pick. Uh, What's your next one? Uh, This one I don't like, but I really like it because I don't like it. Um, This one made zero sense. And that's why I'm taking it. It's Raiders minus five versus the Cardinals. I don't understand this. Cause I don't think the Cardinals are that bad. I really don't think the Cardinals are that bad. I just think the chiefs are that good, to be honest. Mm. Um, but and the Raiders didn't look good either, by the way, like they're acting like the Raiders looked phenomenal against um, against the Chargers. They just force fed the fuck out of Devante. So I, I I don't know why the spread is minus five, but I'm just going to take the minus five and trust it uh, Raiders at home. That stadium is unbelievable. Um, people want to pack that place like no other. It's an unbelievable venue. It gets loud as fuck. There's like 65,000 fans or something like that. The stadium is ginormous. um. So I, I think it's going to be the Raiders minus five versus the Cardinals. I think their offense has their has their home debut and, and really shows out. Uh, as a complete unit, I think they're going to go back and look at film and say, all right, Hunter Renfro, whatever, didn't get any really targets. Darren Wallet didn't even look his way. Devontae Adams was a fucking lethal weapon. And and yeah, he is, and he's he pretty much is always open, but it's like, gotta spread the wealth eventually so i think the raiders have a really good solid offensive game here against the cardinals and uh cover the five
0: yeah that's um i'm really not high on the cardinals i don't like uh kyler murray at all um i think that their defense is pretty bad and um i just i'm not a big fan of kyler but i'm also not a huge fan of vegas either so i i to me this was just stay away game
3: I'm just trying not to overreact from week 1. I I think yeah. there's just a lot of situations week two where you could just look at it and be like, "Oh my god, Houston just fucking tied against the Colts who were supposed to win the division. Like, how are they plus 10 against Denver who just lost to Seattle?" It's like a no-brainer to take the points. It's like I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get my my week 1 biases uh, out of the way here.
0: Yeah, I didn't like uh the, my, I just didn't like Kyler going into um, the season, I didn't like the contract dispute. I don't think I still don't think he watched this film. There's that the 10%. yeah, the Call of duty thing where he like his double XP weekend. yeah, it, it just goes down. Um, I'm just not a big fan of Kyler and I'm I, yeah, I,
3: I don't I just didn't know how to bet this game. What's your next pick? I got two more picks for you guys. Actually, I have three more picks. Uh, I'm gonna go over fifty and a half Vikings versus Eagles. Uh, I think both offenses are elite. Yep. Um and obviously both defenses didn't look great. Um obviously the Eagles gave up 35 against the Lions and I know the Vikings only gave up what 7. to the yeah, Packers. 7, but
0: that's to the Packers with no
3: Yeah, uh, I mean no. and, and but they looked insanely vulnerable. Uh you throw any competent receiver out there, um any competent three receivers, they probably put up 21 points against the uh Vikings at least. So I I think both offenses are really great. Uh, I don't love either defense, so I'm going to go over 50 and a half. Vikings versus Eagles on Monday night. Okay. And then my final play uh is under 40 Patriots versus Steelers. I don't know how points are going to be scored. It's just as simple as that. I don't know how points are going to be scored in this game. Probably strictly based off field position. Uh it's going to be a couple of turnovers, but honestly, neither defense is great now. Uh TJ Watt's out. So the line is the line uh D-line for the Steelers is a little rough. But obviously their secondary is elite, but um I don't really know the status of Max Jones. I think it's still up in the air. So it's like, if we have Brian Hoyer starting, they're definitely not going to try and uh, throw the ball. But um, I think this is probably the worst game of the week, in my opinion.
0: I agree with the worst game of the week. I didn't touch the number just because I think that the, I know you said the Steelers D-line isn't great, but they've got Cam Hayward, Smith, Like, they've got some guys up there. Um, and it wasn't just TJ that was getting all those sacks. There was a lot of guys um, affecting the play, getting sacks. And I think if it's Hoyer, Um, you can expect some picks from, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick who had an absolute game last weekend, or if it's Mac and he's injured, like same thing. I just think that it's going to be like one of the, it's gonna be like an Iowa game where it's all like safeties and turnovers in my opinion. But I just thought the number was a little bit too low for me to touch it. It was a scary low, but I completely agree. I'm not sure it's not going to be the offense that's scoring points. I can tell you that much. Both okay, of now Matt are off. Jones terrible. not
3: practicing on Thursday due, due to an illness. He didn't practice today.
0: Oh boy. Oh boy. But Looking like said, it's Brian Hoyer versus fucking Mitch Trubisky.
3: Yesterday he was listed on injury report but was a full participant in practice and then today he's sick. So,
0: Jesus. All right. Well, I don't know who's going to start, but it I just yeah, there's no there's not going to be a lot of points in this game. I just think it, I could see it being like a 21-20 or a 24-21 thing. I don't know. I didn't I touch
3: think, it. I don't know. I, I just don't know how teams are going to score, man. I mean, the fucking the Pittsburgh running game looks looks tough right now. Yeah, Um, I, I think the Steelers will win this game. Uh, I, th- I think they'll they'll exploit the Pats secondary. And uh, I don't know how the Pats are going to score points, period. Uh, yep. Our offense is really fucking trash. No one knows who's calling plays. Uh, I think the Steelers win in just like a 21-7 type of game uh, or like a 24-7 type game, just like last week with the with the uh, Dolphins. Um. I'm gonna give you a play for guys. For, okay, guys, I'm gonna give you guys a play for Thursday night, um, which happens in like two and a half hours or just about. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with the under. I'm gonna go the under. Uh, I've heard I'm gonna some play this, Say this. I'm gonna play this under because I think everyone is expecting points, 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 especially uh in this division with the Chiefs who just put up like what 48 by themselves or something ridiculous like that. Um, they've looked really fucking good, and the Chargers obviously looked good too last week. But I just think it's a letdown spot for both teams. Uh, Scoring wise, I think this is. Oh, oh excuse me. I think this is a slower game than people are expecting. Um, and I think everyone's expecting both teams to come out on Thursday night and just explode. Um, but I think it's gonna be a little slower than people think.
0: Yeah, I, I, um, that's a ballsy play, not a bad play by any means. I'm just so scared of playing Herbert and. um, patty the Batty um as unders it's just a scary play for me but not a bad one by any means that number's very high and it got it got boosted up and it's i think it's continuing to get bet up so not a bad pick at all my only play i think for that game is um first quarter over 10 um i believe you can get that at minus 110 yeah so what do
3: you have a mortal lock for this uh nfl i do I do I do I do. Um over 15 and a half Vikings versus Eagles. Uh look, I I really love both offenses. Uh both teams that honestly have a really good chance of uh making the Super Bowl in a weak NFC. Um you know, Eagles probably you know, I I think they're probably right now have the same probability. Um I think they're both just as likely to make the Super Bowl. Um you know, probably behind the bucks and 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 probably that's it. Yeah. Um this is a really weak NFC Vikings and Eagles, really great offenses. Justin Jefferson is probably the best receiver in the league right now. In um, the Eagles, A.J. Brown is a fucking tank. Uh, Jalen Hurts has been making some plays with his legs. I, I would like him to get a little more efficient, get his uh, completion, completion percentage up a tad. Uh, it's a little low. I think it's hovering around like 60%, something like that, 65% somewhere around there um it wasn't great week one but you know that's what you get with hurts uh you get a lot of movement in the pocket and, and sometimes he just escapes and, and there's no outlet so uh he's got to throw it away but um I, I really do like this over i think both offenses are fucking sick and i think both defenses can easily be exploited yeah
0: great great picks i'm excited to see how they pan out make sure to keep track of them so we can go back through it but yeah uh, thank you for coming on, Butsy. That's gonna that's gonna wrap for this episode of the Lubcast. Um, stay tuned for us when we review how our picks went and give out some more. So, uh, thank you all for listening.
1: Yeah, Shawty, was up with y'all? Oh hi, coming to say you you fine. We got to cut it up. She, nobody kidding the fuck on my line. I'ma keep it above with y'all, Oh well, Shawty, I'm tryna make you mine. Don't make it too easy, I wanna try. She looking too good, can't let it go by. Oh yeah, think I won the lotto. This low mulatto, she could be a model. She wanna show me some. Think I won the lotto. Yeah, this low mulatto, she could be a model. She wanna show me some. Think